Are we live? Three, two, one. We're live. Hot. We're live. <laughs> Aloha. Welcome to episode four. 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 Of the Secret Why Society. Why do I hear one? Microbial Secret Society podcast. <laughs> well, so what, what we've been trying to do is trying to get the episodes like done ahead of time so that way we can release them just on the regular. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Don't want to be bad. Don't want to be uh, slacking for your listeners, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Not at all. How are we looking? All the levels looking good? Yeah, yeah. I'm raising yours just a little bit because you're speaking kind of far away, but that's okay. That's okay. Here we go. We're here. How about about now? Yeah, so so maybe (laughs) maybe we should uh, introduce Conscious Rhythms to the show. Introduce Conscious Rhythms? Yeah, today we have a special microbial guest natural farmer extraordinaire Bregen logan owner of conscious rhythms yes i and majesty farms, farms. yeah majesty, majesty farms mm-hmm. and uh, logan's been practicing natural farming methods for did you say like four About years five now that we've been moving through space and time so, so would you say you've been an initiate of the secret society for five years now? I would say my awareness of the secret society has grown tremendously over the last five years. Um, I feel as a youth, I always had an inclination that was there. Just didn't know quite how to tap in. But giving thanks for uh, some of these life-saving human methods that are coming back to the surface and uh, being spread like Mm. mycelium Mm. throughout the globe as we speak. And if we could all be a big giant mushroom ourselves or or a big giant incubator of these ideas, which translates to physical awareness and uh work on the ground i think uh the world's gonna be loving it and the the uh the biome of the earth will rejoice in our handiwork yeah so yeah yeah i've been doing it for about five years knf method um studied uh some of gil krongbong and and uh jadam and um biodynamic farming and um, Hawaii permaculture farming is some of my specialties Um, yeah I mean uh, you want me to introduce myself some more well yeah I mean as as we get into it I mean yeah we got we got so the basic way we've been doing this is we got like a two-hour thing which is like that way we can go deep into stuff right (laughs) and why it's a sabbath my uh my what I think just like my my thought on it is just kind of see see where we grow that I like to focus around this idea of the secret society that thing is the microbial secret society Mm Which, which to me is like as a as a metaphor that that kind of developing. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, one of my one of my key uh, teachings when I when I go around the planet and teach KNF methods is uh, 
the esoteric farming aspect of it, and that's actually what I've kind of coined my uh, workshops as now, are the uh, esoteric farming workshops. <laughs> and uh, esoteric, if you if you look up the word and and you kind of break it down, it's uh, hidden knowledge only reviewed v- revealed to a select group. So it's kind of what we're participating in here, uh, and it and it's really the same metaphor as the secret society. It's a uh, important knowledge that's revealed to a select group and now the cool part about this secret society is you is you can select yourself so it's uh you don't have to be selected by man you can you can elect yourself you know so uh yeah the microbial secret society esoteric farming um the hidden now being revealed pretty deep times was this possible pre-2012? I don't know. Well, I, I got into natural farming in 2008. But was this possible? Where, where to like spread it to a global audience that's like ready for it? Correct. It's like the, <clears throat> the foundation of the soil had to be set mm-hmm. before, prior. The knowledge that. was always there, right? But the awakening is happening, right? Because the environment is being nourished by those who are practicing and participating in and expanding. No longer accepting slavery as a acceptable way to live. Therefore, sovereignty of self comes into play. Therefore, growing your own food and your own medicines and your own herbs come into play. Therefore, not supporting slaughterhouse agriculture, not supporting chemical agriculture, not depending and teeming with a brand or a product Mm. to grow your own food comes into play because you're not sovereign if you're teaming up with a product or or a company to ensure your food source. So... Well, that's, that's not open source at least. I mean, you, cause, cause I can still, I can still rely on you to, to grow some of my food and you can rely on me, but, right. but the, you, you, but I'm open source about my stuff and you probably in most cases would be like, yeah, cool. That's right. I mean, I'd rather team up with my neighbor than with a fox farmer with, a, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Scots or whatever, uh, bear or whatever miracle grow or whatever like whatever that. kind of poison company you want to label but uh yeah you know teaming teaming with your neighbors and your fellow humans is another aspect of sovereignty yeah so so yeah it, it's it's that non non-acceptance of a of a uh, of a standardized slave is is really what's leading everybody into this direction and of course they're going to come seeking this information um, once your mind is fertilely ready to receive the seeds of those thoughts you know so that's that's what i that's what i meant by could it happen pre-2012 was was the mind was the psyche of the of the planet fertile and ready to uh, start moving towards sovereignty of self and what that means and uh and taking back our spirit and our and our truth and our physical bodies from the, that of the overlord, you know, that told you to work a nine to five and get a mortgage and eat their eat their conventionally grown 
safe way food, you know? And <laughs> too many of us are seeing that that's not the safe way. Mm. That's the harmful way, you know? So, um, so we're not believing their lies anymore. You know, their, their word trickery and their spells that they use on us, you know, safe way. Well, if you're unsuspecting mother, where do you go to get your food? The safe way. You know, so these are word tricks. These are spells that they've cast on us on an overall system of tyrannical rule of your soul, you know. When, and we're, we're not having it anymore. You see Mauna Kea rising up. You think, you think those people, those are, those are bloodlines of ancient humans that still remember the soil. They remember. So they don't want to, uh, to roll over anymore, you know, and just take it from the uh, colonizer, you know. So claiming your sovereignty and, and putting that in, into action. And yeah, I really appreciate you creating the time and space to, to do this interview, Logan. Sweet, man. Um, because I'm I, privileged I, and honored, man. These guys are some true uh, earth stewards here, earth warriors in front of me. Mahalo. Yeah, I, I really look up to you. I mean, you're an entrepreneur, a natural farmer, a father, a brother, a friend, all these different people in your life. And just when I envision of different archetypes of people that I want to, to strive to be more like as time goes on and as, as maturity and cycles keep turning, um, I just really, yeah, I really appreciate the individual and the essence that you embody and what you reflect um, is possible. And I remember having a conversation with you about how the the life that you live and practice and put in put into action is like the bare minimum mm-hmm. that the next generation mm-hmm. should be able to kind of accomplish. Yes, I. It, Totally, totally. Um, I mean, give thanks for the uh, for the eyes, you know. The uh, the uh, the recognition is awesome to get from you know individuals. Um, but uh, but I, I totally would like to reiterate the um, the. I feel you know we should all strive to be better human beings and what I've come to and you know I'm I'm 30 upper 30s <laughs> and um you know I I do feel that that what I've I've achieved should be easy for humans to achieve and to live pono with the with the earth around them and each other and uh you know, try to uh, rear the next generation to be better human beings. These should be the simplest things we can do. Uh, they, they are things within our power to do. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you need to act upon them. So there's a difference between things that are out of your power and things within your power. But if it's within your power and you're not taking action on it, and it's only on you, not on the system or on an overlord or, or some kind of uh, police officer or something, it's on you. If you're not taking action on things you can take actions on, mm. and I'm a strong advocate of that, so um, there's no excuses. We all have uh, 24 hours in the day, and um, we can all we can all get the work done. I know that uh, King David here, when he's mm. in his upper 30s, will be a much better human being than I am. So 
we know you're on the right path, my lord. So just keep it up, man. I I, I appreciate yeah your your kind words and your perspective about how we can. Yeah, we all have the same amount of time each day, and mm -hmm. and we can make the best effort to to rise and and seize the moment and make yeah. the most of what is in front of us and and it's really easy to get out outside of ourselves and kind of project the world and in, into this state of chaos but recognizing that what what is right in front of us is is what what's most important and if we can keep putting conscious thought and awareness to to that present moment then everything else will kind of unfold it's true man and that's that uh what do they call that that mindfulness and, um, you know, I'm a strong advocate of proactivity, you know, B you see a problem, we'll go solve it. You know, you don't got money, go make some, you know, your, your roads bust up, go fix it. You know, uh, the tree fell over in the storm, we'll go chop it up, you know, and be proactive. You know, um, you learned how to make an IMO four pile, but you never done it. We'll go do it, you know, be proactive. Uh, everything's scary at first. Um, yeah, yeah, strong advocate of self-sovereignty again, so that means providing for yourself, uh, proactivity, uh, you, you, you can't take a handout from the government and then talk bad about the government. It, it, I don't live that kind of hypocritical stance, you know, so if you're, if you're not going to side with the government, don't take things from the government, you know, and provide those things for yourself. You know, so yeah, proactivity in, in, in your beliefs, make them your life, not just what you say or preach or write on Instagram, but you actually do those <laughs> things every, every day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I feel is my advantage. I, I actually do, do things that I want to do instead of talk about them or, uh, you know, yeah, proactivity. I, I appreciate the fact that not only are you doing it, you're living it, but you, that you also have an Instagram that you also do put out the message and that I think like you, like a lot of folks following you are like tuned in and they're like jiving with it. Yeah. They're like, yeah, for the most part, you know, uh, I get a little blowback on some issues that are maybe outside their mental capacity or maybe their upbringing hasn't showed them those truths yet. Mm. Besides that, uh, all the farming stuff is, is pure love, you know, it's, uh, and, uh, pure, pure open questions of, of, uh, of, you know, uh, wanting to understand it and, and cracking people's, uh, psyches and minds open to to accepting and understanding the world how it works instead of the constructs that we were given as children you know so that's that's kind of the aim with the instagram is like like oh yeah that might have been controversial but did it crack your mind open a bit to make you think a little bit deeper and maybe that you're what you were taught from as a child wasn't quite the full picture and that's okay that's okay, and I'm I'm fully open to new information myself, and learning new information and digesting it, and of course we have to make it fit into our worldview, or else we would go insane, you know. But um, um, just open openness to um, to new ideas, and, uh, and and a big a big thing of my my recent teachings and self awareness is uh, is shaking off the. Uh, the uh, fake history and fake science I was taught through K through 12, you know, 
in the state state school state schooling system yeah i didn't go to a private school or to any kind i just went we you know we were pretty much poor as as children you know and uh i was a victim of the system just like anybody else that's poor as a child and um it's been a a long process of uh, unlearning and relearning the the true realities of this earth and of god and of how things work you know Mm. but i'm thankful for the journey too for sure thankful for the journey would you would you say it's more about the the process than it is about the outcome um i mean the end goal is the uh is the motivating factor but of course every step of the way is just you know today's as important as tomorrow so the process you know they're all they're all equally important Mm -hmm. in my view yeah yeah i would say i would say it's also it's like the the work is also where you're not just trying to glor like glorify yourself with instagram like Sure, I want people to think I'm cool. Right, like right. everybody does that, right? <laughs> I gotta paint the picture. <laughs> but I'm not like trying to show off to people to make them like idle or envy myself. No. I'm trying to do. I think along the lines of what you're saying, where you're like trying to to open this consciousness, this like, because the way I look at it is, I feel like I found this gateway, which I call like the microbial secret society, mm-hmm. and then I want to share this with other people. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's using these tools, these communication things to like glorify myself to the degree that you're going to pay enough attention to me that then we can all reach this higher level of consciousness together. Right. Right. It's an inspirational post, not a gloating post. Yeah. Inspiration, like putting the spirit inside of them. Inspiration. To put the spirit inside of you. That, that's, that's the glory. Mm. That's the glory. The KNF cannabis patch. Yeah, I know you feel the spirit. <laughs> and I know it's going in you. So now you, now you can replicate that because you've seen it. If you've never seen it, you could only kind of think of that construct, but you can't replicate it. So that's what I think. Instagram in itself, if we're going to talk about that, it, it's almost like a, uh, it's, it in itself is a uh, artificial uh, mycelium network, you know, where, where, where a, a certain spawn goes here and it keeps spreading and it might go to the next to the next to the next and you know mycelium can make mile long thousand mile long networks uh through through old growth forests you know so same thing with the with the something like instagram or the internet in general they're all a copy of the uh, original super network information super highway which is our mycelium networks you know i had this theory when i was like 12 years old or something and I've always kind of had this vision in my mind and the vision goes like this the earth at one point before we divided it and what I mean by that is by by roads and bridges and human stuff was actually just one mycelium network and it was all interconnected and intercommunicating and it kept kept itself balanced in that reality so even it can cross oceans because we know about the microbial life in the in the sea as well so these networks can cross oceans so that so at the at the you know the earth left alone in its in its pristine environment is one ball of microbial communication and that was like that was like something that i thought of 
but I didn't know it was the microbes. I thought it was roots or something back in, you know, all the roots were connected, I used to tell myself, you know, until the road split the root and then the trees couldn't talk to each other. That's when I was young, I didn't understand about microbes. So now that I'm in the secret society, I can apply the knowledge to a vision I had as a child. You know? So this is called maturation, you know? Now we're maturing, and those visions become realities. You know, it's just like the Bible. Like, the, they read the children the Bible stories. Moses split the Red Sea. The children, those are children's stories for children. Mm-hmm. Just like the roots were all connected, that was a child's imagination, mm-hmm. you know? So a child can imagine the sea splitting open. Try to tell that to a, a, a conscious, awoken, mature man. That an old man put his staff in the ground and the ocean split up and all the fish went to one side and, and humans walked through. He would tell you you're stupid. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that, has no, that has no place in reality. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So it goes back to that, that vision or that original story from a child's story needs to evolve. So just like my evolution of seeing that interconnected root story that I just went over, now understanding that it is true based upon microbial interaction and knowing that the mycelium network spread out so far. Same thing when now when we go back, we can't they can't fool us no more. They can't read the Bible to us like we're children. We need to read the Bible like we're adults mm. with a mature mm. mind. And we realize that, oh, the red blood, the blood red sea and coming out of Egypt, the lower temptation, the lower self, the, the, the place of desecration at this time in history. It also was portrayed as that mm-hmm. uh, coming up through the blood red sea to reach uh, where Israel, where the pineal, the tip, the frontal lobe cortex of your brain, mm. you know. Mm. So we read these stories again with, with adult eyes, mm. and, and we've been revealed symbol, symbology, and we understand what symbols mean now. Well, now we don't, we, they can't fool us anymore for one thing, but we don't have to read it as a child anymore either. We can read it as an adult, mm. and we can accept truths given to us through fables and tales and, uh, and uh, ancient stories, you know. Instead of just, oh, whatever, that doesn't make sense now that I'm an adult. No, no. How do we make, how does this make sense? What was this really trying to tell us? What teaching permeates all time from this story? You know? So that's, that's where we, we need to be as humans, too. We need to keep evolving. We can't let, you know, we can't watch the news and let, let emotional scare tactics rule our mind to make decisions. Because we're adults now. We're not children, you know? Mm, so, mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah, important. <laughs> like conscious sovereignty. I, I like I like the idea that the, the metaphor thing you're talking about where a kid can understand it, but a kid has a certain layer of understanding, mm-hmm. but that it's true all the way up until you're an adult mm-hmm. where then you get this other information like, unveiled or you connect the dots that then that that it's it's been true this whole time but now it's like wow right right now Mm -hmm. now it's not a a fantasy i have to believe in it's actually hard facts and evidence yeah you know it's tangible 
even yeah. though that 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 airy space of of belief and faith is awesome to be in also you know but how much better is the concrete tangible world as far as making a a, a belief construct or a, a reality construct out of you know way better because <laughs> that's what we that's how we are as humans we're we're making you know hopefully you're making those reality constructs out of something with evidence you know and not just believing the preacher who's leading you astray or believing the this or that person or entity or something you know you're you're using your own sovereign mind to make choice you know yeah microbial secret society <laughs> no for real though because the secret society that's what people got to realize is like uh like i'm here to blow the lid off of these these fake secret societies right mm, yeah because really okay so think about <laughs> think about any religion in history or not in history any religion that we can think of right now you know whatever you want to take islam christianity um this little sex within those things uh uh you know there's a there's a hundred different religions we can name and then the sex within those religions are kind of sub-religions each one of these groups that that are so-called religions have followers human beings follow these people right so there's a there's like a, a secret society part of each one of them there's a there's like a ruling governing board of each part of them. Well, like like an inner circle kind of. There's like, an inner circle yeah, yeah, of every yeah. church or religion. Like, that you yeah, can yeah, go board of directors. Yeah. Right, yeah. board of directors, or even if they want to be more esoteric, it might be a ritual group or whatever. But they make choices for the masses or whoever comes and follows them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so you got to think, what is it about these 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 uh, ideas or we'll call them religions for now that attract other human beings to join them and and not just five or ten but hundreds or even thousands or even millions you know what and why and why can you why do the the does this man have the same conviction of that man in a whole different religious uh group but they're both devoutly in there you know so they share a common thread you know they share a common thread of wanting to express their spirituality express their their spirit you know yeah yeah right I, I follow, right so I they follow. go join a group where they feel most comfortable expressing that spirit that's kind of like joining a religion you know right 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 okay so right. so so all of these men or women or whoever these head circles are that created these groups because not not 99 percent of them are wicked of these organized like Scientology mind, kind of stuff? mind manipulation groups. I'm just talking about any organized corporate religion. Okay. You know, which is these, which I'm talking about. All they have to do is, okay. So here's, here's the, here's the kicker. There's something called the mystery school, right? The mystery school goes back to Hermes, goes back to Thoth. Hermes and Thoth are the same person. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the mystery schools, Egypt, you know, is the, is the, as far as a construct in our mind now today, we can tap into Egypt had a mystery school, right? And everyone can kind of imagine what that might look like, you know. But there is mystery schools in, in every major civilization. Going back to the first mystery school. Okay, so here's what to tie it all together. 
every single one of those groups that humans choose to follow, their leaders were part of the secret societies of the mystery schools, whether that be Freemasonry, Illuminati, Knights Templar, uh, the brothers of this, the knights of that, the the women of this, the you know, there's hundreds of them. Even within those, they're just given pieces of the mystery school. They're given little insights and little sound bites and drops to then go, okay, now go tell your flocks this and they'll follow you. So they're given secrets of the mystery school. Every single religion is just level one mystery school. Because us, the commoners, aren't allowed past the first gate. So they, they have like a tiny fragment, like one magic trick that they have exactly. that they demonstrate and exactly. then they, and then they, they the generate throngs them. of followers. Exactly. But the people that are actually in charge of said church or whatever are part of a larger group that's actually... And then, then that's how control comes down because yes. they don't have to control like whoever came to watch my one miracle Right. It's you're just controlling the yeah, guy who you're letting that miracle right. out to that then. But how I mean, so if I mean, so is that larger mystery school available to other folks or why? Why is it so tightly controlled? Because if we all had that information, there would be no hierarchy of a slave master. There would be no hierarchy of uh, of these giant civilizations from Egypt to Rome to Babylon to but, uh, America. You know. But how how do they maintain the control of like 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 what if what if a benevolent guy got into that higher order of like the secret mysteries or like awesome. or or can can you i mean can you is is it possible because that's I, what I i'm seeking i don't after. know i mean i'm not initiated into any of these secret mysteries i've just studied this information that i'm bringing to you mm-hmm. in in my subtle understanding of it you and, know and how do they how did those people that are the the leaders of those inner circles get access to the information at what point was there a separation between the information being available to all and only it being revealed to a few? Well, I got a really good book, and that's a great point because, uh, you know, and I feel like if we go back into the history, you know, you got to burn your history books from school because it's a, a really different history that, that, was, that is presented to us. But I have this one book, and it's really it's an old book, and it says The Origins of All Religions. And it talks about humans living in village type settings, you know, kind of how we kind of think of like maybe a native Hawaiian or, a, you know, a native uh, American or, or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, talking about this, you know, type of setting where humans live this, this certain lifestyle, one with the planet, one, you know, one with each other. And it talks about how these guys came in and don't ask me where these guys came from, but they came with wigs and and helmets and decorations and you know this is a really quick synopsis of of a possibility of what you're just talking about but i read it out of a book so just bear with me yeah yeah i realize you're simplifying it's not yeah, like yeah, just these exactly. dudes showed up and no, like, right, you know, right. Yeah, yeah. So, so imagine this setting though and they, and then these guys show up they're wearing bigger clothes more majestic more you know they got gems in their fingers they got you know on their fingers they got uh shoes on you don't wear shoes you know you got you know okay and then they go to the most elite family or the most proactive or, or chieftain-like family. 
And then they just start slowly brainwashing them with gifts and with, with illusions of power, illusions of grandeur. And then all, all you need to do is poison one chief. And now that whole village is poison, you know? So, so that's like I said, like a quick synopsis of like how it could have gone down, which I got out of a very, uh, uh, you know, it's not my idea. It's, it's from an, an old book, The Origin of All Religions, but it talks about these, uh, I forget what word they use for it, but basically, uh, you know, clergy members or uh, some of these first religious orders kind of coming in and, and setting people up as kings amongst their people, you know, and showing them how to rule over a great, 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 you want to just watch it visually, just watch the movie 10,000 B.C., Watch that movie. It's Steven Spielberg made it. The Spellbinder himself. Steven Spellbinder. Mm-hmm. He made it. So you know it's talking about some crazy esoteric. You gotta watch the symbols, not the story. And and then watch it. And it t- shows the native people. And then it shows this weird pyramid building culture. And how they took the native people as slaves to build these weird pyramids. And they praised these weird gods. And they just watch it. It's, it's kind of what I just explained in a movie. I'll check it out. 10,000 BC. 10,000 <clears throat> BC. And watch it for the symbology. Not the story. What, what, or the story. The story is pretty cool. It's a love story. But, yeah. Was it, you know, when I, I noticed something like when I was in the state schools, they showed the Columbus coming to America and how great that was. And, like, you know, they pr- promoted this ideology Mm-hmm. Then later, through my my studies of more esoteric stuff, I, I realized the the flag that was on the front is this red flag on a white background, which is actually like a Templar flag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, knowing that, and then looking back and realizing that's like a secret society, mm-hmm. and that they make this story like Columbus had to like beg to get money to sail over here and all this, and then realizing he's in a secret society, he's flying under a Templar flag. And then looking at it as they came over, not just as like peaceful, but they came over like really to annihilate folks and to spread biological weapons Mm -hmm. and to realize that there was this like, you know, and if he's flying under that flag, you got to realize either the history writers are putting that flag there to like scare those away or like, no, I mean, there's, there's a lot of occlusion that way of like what, what the true history is. But it's like, that's some heavy symbol. That... That's the signs and symbols that the normal viewer won't pick up on. But the, the, the makers of the, of the movies drop these things in for entertainment for their cronies and stuff, you know? Well, if you, my friend uh, dropped me on this one, uh, Warner Brothers. Warn our brothers. brothers. Right. <laughs> and so, like, when you're watching these movies... <laughs> They're able to, like, communicate these things on these mass scale of these hit, like, and, you know, if you're, if you can get past, like, the tits and, like, the, the, the exactly. action blowing things right. up and you right. look at really, like, what's going on. Right. It's like, wow, they're, they're communicating to us, like, we're running out of water. Right. We're in communication with higher alien intelligences. Right. 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 The subtle messages that most people don't pick up on because they're wrapped up in the entertainment. Well, they're looking at the tits. They're like, I mean, I look exactly. at, like, I look at that too. I'm like, all right, cool. And then what What's else? What's it saying? What right. else? Yeah, like, don't right. get, what don't they, get sidetracked. They blind us with, and now what are they trying to get to your subconscious? Yeah. Because your conscious mind is going, oh yeah, the bikini, da 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 da. 
but your subconscious mind is picking up those subtle messages, you know, running out of water, scarcity, uh, you know, these kind of vibrations, you know. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a big uh, a big um, uh, war for your soul, you know, is what's going on, you know. But in this same thing where you're talking about, like, okay, there, there's all these leaders and they're in this, like, kind of not, like, death to humanity cult. Mm-hmm. Is there, there's there also, like, a, a white, well, I say white brotherhood, but I, I don't, I, I don't know, that's kind of what it's betrayed as, but like, they could be any color. <laughs> but, like, a, 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 a inner circle that knows the mysteries that's actually initiating I would hope so. I mean, I mean, you would hope that they would be more proactive if there was, you know? <laughs> what if that's the rules about being the good side is you can't be well, proactive? Well, who's Master Cho? Does anybody know? know? Well, what I, society so does he belong to? When I, when I start to look at this and then I start to, like, detach from my attachment to this reality and I start to look at Cho, it's carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. Right, like it could be this That's figment of saying, stuff, or it bro. could be this matrix. Like, like what if he he's part of a bigger plan, you know, of the white knights, you know, or the or the uh, shiny knights, whatever you want to call them, you know. The, the, oh, oh, so so we came up with a good name for the the. Well, I I don't know. I thought of it. I was talking about how most secret societies come from these hidden masters. Mm-hmm. We also have hidden masters. Right, right, right. But they're real. But they're real. They're real. We can uh, we can feel their 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 presence and their their byproducts. So, so, you know, <laughs> it's like almost like Sirius B. You know, it's like I can't quite see it, but I know it's there because it eclipses the other one. Oh yeah, that's right. It is there. <laughs> so speaking of hidden masters. Something that I wanted to throw out for, or just put up for discussion, is your thoughts on the connection between the leader of the Rastafari movement and mm-hmm. King Kamehameha. King Kamehameha and Haile Selassie. And Haile Selassie, yes. Okay, well, I mean, it kind of gets deep, and I do know a little bit about uh, really? about what's going on. What's going on there, you know, because, you know, you do have King David Kalakaua, you know, who's King David, you know, where's that name come from, you know, and why would you name your kid King David out of all names? Well, if, you, if you read the Bible, I mean, that's King David was like a uh, awesome dude. Right, right. Yeah. So, so you're kind of, you're trying to reestablish a, a uh, Hebraic dynasty. Oh, interesting. You know, uh, uh, who who doesn't want to be the chosen people of the planet? Who doesn't want to be the nation of Israel? Everyone wants to be the nation of Israel. Why does the Pope wear a yarmulke on his head? Why does the Queen sit on a a uh, a a throne with the Star of David affixed to the top of it? Why would the Queen of England be on the throne with the Star of David affixed to the top of it? She's part of the Anglo-Saxon dynasty of Christianity. Why does she want to be a, a, a Judaism star on her throne in gold, really big? You can look it up right now. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean... She was crowned on the rock of Jacob, you know. So so there is, there's still to this day kind of so like... So who wants to, to be King this... David? You know, who wants to be the chosen people of the earth? Everyone. Especially if you knew the mystery school. Because you know the chosen people are, are Israel. Right? The Kabbalah. If, right. And, you, and if you know the Kabbalah... The chosen person is you. Israel's in your head. It's the pineal. It's the frontal lobe. You want to be an Israelite? Well, open up your frontal lobe. Open your third eye and take back your sovereignty if you want to be an Israelite. But going back to why these kingdoms all name their children after uh, Hebraic dynasties, they all want to be Israel. What's the, the new world... You know, the Hawaii was the newest place in the West, you know. They're all, they're all wearing colonial garb. You know, they're all getting indoctrinated by the same indoctrinators of Europe, you know. So they want to be King David Kalakaua as well. I want to be King David. I want my dynasty to rule the earth, you know. So that's, that's the tie, you know. Every, every nation wants to be Israel. How does that make it back to Haile Selassie. Haile Selassie sits on the throne of David, the real one. The Ark of the Covenant, if you study the scriptures and you study the Kebra Nagast, they took the Ark of the Covenant from, no from Northern Africa, aka Israel, and brought it down to Ethiopia, where it resides today. And you could go to the same church where it is. And nobody disputes that's where it is. And wherever the Ark went, the kingdom went. You know? So we know, we know Haile Selassie sits on the throne of David, undisputed by every nation that came to his coronation. Every nation of the world came to his coronation. None argued the fact that he was being crowned the king of Israel. Not one argued the fact. I could grab the National Geographic right now. It's sitting on my, my, my uh, bookshelf. And you can, you can hear when the priest says, Blessed be the king of Israel, and the whole crowd stands up and claps. England was there. American delegates were there. Chinese, Japanese, Indian, you name it. They were there to bow down to the king of Israel, the true king of Israel. So why do I, why do I follow this man? Because he's the king of Israel. If you read the Bible, you would follow him too. If you, if you could read the Bible for what it is, you, everyone would follow Haile Selassie. That's just all there is to it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts because you don't got to believe anymore. There's nothing to believe in. When someone on the earth was crowned king of Israel with the title, the conquering lion of the tribe of Judah. Go read your revelations. What is the Christ's return called? Conquering lion of the tribe of Judah. I, don't, I can't make this stuff up. This stuff is real. All I can do is heed the call. I can't, I can't pretend like it didn't happen. You, the only way, all you could say, you could interject right now and say, well, how do you know he wasn't the fake king of Israel? Then why is 82 nation delegates coming and saying, yeah, king of Israel, when they all want to be it? Because you have to bow down to the real. You have to bow to the real. If you all want to be that, and then you see it, you got to bow down to it, you know? So, so 72 nations, there's 72 periodical elements on the elemental table. They all came to bow to the king of Israel.
you know? I don't know. I just study it. I, you know, I don't, I don't believe in anything. I study facts and then I act upon them. You know, I don't believe in Rastafari. I know about the history of, of the human race and I have to act upon it with the knowledge that I've accumulated, you know? So is there a link between the Hawaiian dynasty and Haile Selassie's dynasty? Yes. Every dynasty that's ever followed that European model has wanted to be the king of Israel. But wannabe and being are two different things, you know? I mean, it's a great example to try to strive to be, but, you know, that, you know, naming your grandchildren after these figures doesn't bring you any closer to being that kingdom, you know? Mm -hmm. Huh. That's, I, I don't, I've never heard yeah, that. Yeah, and most people don't know <laughs> much, you know, especially. But I, well, the, the, one, the one thing that I do know is that the, when the Europeans came to Hawaii, they started to, like, circulate this rumor that the a, a conquering king would come from the the islands and he would conquer the whole thing and and if you look like first european contact like you know was a lot of disease wiped them out pretty heavy and then but then when the first europeans start to like kind of move in mm -hmm. they 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 circulate the the conquering king myth and then that and then they supply Kamehameha with weapons. And what did then, I just? What was the story I just the, now told? No, like that's this is it's. I'm just affirming it, right? Exactly. Isn't that crazy? They all the be book the, that I told you about yeah. when they when the origins of all religions, they did it to the Kamehamehas. They came with the hats and the crowns and everything, and they gave it to them yeah. to prop them up, yeah. to make them feel more mighty than anyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just like why we have banks and the banks all like a big building that's ornate and stuff. Because right. if it was just in a right. fucking right. quickie mart, you'd right. be like, Yeah, I'm not gonna put my money in there. Yeah. Right. So it's it's <laughs> like they just create the illusion that it's this Grand big thing. Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, and I get no, don't get me wrong here. I'm not gonna talk shit about King Kamehameha the first on a podcast. No, no. Yeah. Who who knows? But I am gonna say that the history tells the tale. You know. Who they? Why did they come and prop up a certain family, a certain lineage? Why did they supply him with 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 certain amounts of uh, of, of weaponry? And 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 who does Babylon call the great? Who does Babylon call the great? The, the if if Babylon calls war. you the great, you did some shit on the planet. You messed up. You did some bad stuff. Alexander the Great. Mm -hmm. You know, if if you're titled the great. Mm. by the ruling elite of the planet mm. you know you did some shady stuff to some real humans huh that's, that's interesting so what signs and symbols would you be willing to talk kind of talk more about the connection i guess between Haile selassie and and king david and what that kind of correlation is sure because sure. i you know i I heard you calling me King David and you know, I don't, I'm not trying to embody qualities that aren't, you know, Pono and in alignment with, with perpetuating rice, righteousness and restoring the earth. So well, you can't take away your name. <laughs> can't take away your my name's name. your title. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> David means beloved, beloved, love, you know? So I actually know that because when I was a little kid, I had this like little plaque and I remember reading it and it, it had David and then it told you what it meant. So who's the king of love? 
you know? Who's right. the... Who'd you say? Christ is the king of love, you know? <laughs> right? So, um... I could think of a few others, but I was just saying Christ is the right answer. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we look, though, I mean, we, if we want to look at the physicality of men, and there was a man on this planet who ruled over the kingdom of Israel, and his name was David, and he is known to be a righteous and an unrighteous king because he couldn't control himself with women. So, and he went and he killed a lot of people in war. So he's known being unrighteous in those senses, but as, as the first patriarch and righteous king of Israel, he is, he is revered highly by the whole planet, like we just discussed. So you're, you're saying that King David is the same person as... So no, okay, so now let me, let me keep finishing history. So we got King David, he had a son named King Solomon. Mm-hmm. Okay. He had many other children too. My son Adonijah is named after King David's fourth son, Adonijah. So King David had many children with, different, with a few different wives. But anyway, Solomon was to get the inheritance. Solomon was chosen by God to receive the inheritance of his father. Adonijah, there's a side story, he wanted the inheritance. So he called out Solomon to war and lost really fast. Anyway, that's a side story. But Solomon is, uh, is the bloodline that the Ethiopian kingship, through the meeting with Queen Sheba, when she came from the kingdom of Ethiopia, when they were sun worshippers, she came up because she heard of the greatness of King Solomon in northern Africa, or a.k.a. Israel. And she heard about this man who was, like, favored by, by the creator, and, and, uh, and he was, you know, fit and handsome and uh, peaceful. You know, he was known as the peace bringer. Shaloma means peace. Shalom is peace be with you. So Solomon is Shaloma is how you say it in Hebrew, and that means the peace bringer. So he was the peace bringer. He, he's known to bring this, this time of peace after King David's wars, you know. Mm. Um, so, so now esoterically we're talking King David means love. Solomon means peace, you know. So this is the kingdom I want to be in, the love and peace kingdom. Sign me up, bro, <laughs> you know. So when you study these things, you, it doesn't just have to be physical. Mm-hmm. You, now we got to bring them into adulthood like we, how we started the conversation. And we need to mature these stories to fit how are they going to help us as humans on the earth right now. That's how important the stories are. Not if King David lived 10,000 years, 5,000 years ago. You know, That doesn't matter to me if King David was an actual man. It's the story, it's the symbology, and it's the esoteric wisdom that matters to us as a human race right now. You know, Just so happens, Haile Selassie is physical. And we can actually look upon him, and we don't just have to have a mystery. We got we, he has a, a two-inch book of his speeches. If you want to know the words of Christ, you can read them. And each inch, you can read that whole thing. Show me one flaw of love in that whole book. If anything comes off out of a place of love, show that to me. I want to see it because I've I've yet to read a word that he spoke that wasn't coming from a center of love. You know. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, King uh, Queen of Sheba comes up, meets King Solomon. They have a union. He tricks her into sleeping with him. So there's another story. That he says, if you drink that water tonight, you have to sleep with me. That was her deal. And then gave her all this bread. 
<laughs> Smart guy. Wait, you drank the water. Let's do this. <laughs> so anyway, she goes home pregnant and has her son. And uh, that's the bloodline of Haile Selassie. The 200, 224th or 225th descendant of the Solomonic bloodline traced back to that union. Undisputed. No one disputes that claim. Meaning no other world colleges or leagues or secret societies or no one disputes that Solomonic claim, you know. There's been other Ethiopian emperors that told you that I'm not of the Solomonic claim. But his line is of the Solomonic claim. So Wow. So you can trace his origins back to these stories that we don't necessarily know the exact times and dates, but there's a, kinda... I mean if you if you really dove into the scholar scholarity or the scholarly aspects behind it, there's there's proposed times and dates, mm-hmm. yeah. But but being able to connect a physical being to I feel Those that's stories. that's pretty important mm-hmm. uh, for me anyway, uh, and to pay attention, you know, of signs and symbols are, that are happening around you, and not just disregard them because your ego told you a man's not worthy of, of praise or something like that, you know. Because because if you read the scripture, it said he'll come as a man, too, as a physical man. Christ will return as a physical man, you know. So. I didn't write it. I just read it. You know? <laughs> so, so I'm just not as familiar with the, the story then. So like, is that is so? I know Jesus is also portrayed as being in David. Bloodline of David, right? So was he like an uncle? If you uh, study the scripture, there's a there's a spot. I forget exactly what book, but the bloodline branches. And one of them goes with uh, Esau. Oh, is that Jacob and Esau? They're like the dude that conned him out and then like put um, put fur on himself this and like it. faked it out like he was his hairy ass brother. Right, right. This <laughs> is this is later, um, where might have been. I forget exactly where, but there's an actual. I've studied this before because I came across the same question in my in my studies and understanding and uh and uh, there's a spot I, i wish i could pick it out right now but where it kind of shows you the branching of the bloodline going this way and this way and i've actually even seen a uh illustration of that as well but so yoshua or, or who, the, who we referred to in the uh spanish roman term jesus mm. Uh, goes one way and then the, the ethiopian solomonic dynasty kind of goes a different way Okay. Um, I'm not 100% clear to really answer that question, though. But the, the information's there if you want to dive into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I. The roots run deep. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, Everything has a reason, like I said. You know, you can't just go around believing stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So how how did you have any like uh, personal testimony truth like how 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 do you stay like um, firm in your in your what you know is true? Um, 
I think like you just said, like, like daily testimony of, of uh, witnessing, you know, uh, w witnessing, bearing witness to the outcome of, uh, of uh, heeding the call, you know, of uh, holding the faith, you know, of practicing the faith, you know. Um, those would be things that keep me on track, just the outcome of doing good and being a good human being and uh, the gifts that you get returned for acting in that manner of, of being a pono with the earth, you know, and with other human beings, you know, would, would be my evidence of faith working. <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, um, mm. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Is that what you're asking? Or did I kind of go off on that? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, like for, for me, for me, like when I, I decided to be like more religious in terms of like higher spiritual aspects, like I've seen some miracles where I've witnessed things that I was just like, oh, well, it's too, uh, coincidental. coincidental. Yeah. Jinx. Oh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You owe me a Coke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boom. Um, yeah. Um, but just affirmations of where, like, I can, I'd say it's more of a spirituality thing, but, like, where I'm like, okay, show me this shit's real. And then, like, some yeah. weird shit happens where I'm like, wow, that was, okay, I asked for a sign, yeah, so that yeah. must, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, affirmations, like, I was just recently over and hiking in California by myself, just kind of searching, you know. And and probably, I would say, you know, I was only out there for probably, you know, two days total, and I probably cried seven or eight times. It's like transformational kind of? Not just, just being in awe. Uh, you know of his majesty you know of the majesty the majestic reality around you you know um you know i mean i've seen david in that state i've seen you in that state before as well and and it's this complete appreciation and awe and it brings you to tears you know or it can move you to uh change your lifestyle or to you know make a choice in life you know so you know the affirmations are are when I was younger, we're, we're reaffirming now, I, now I just know already that, that I'm what, you know, that I, if I obey the most I, that, that I'm on the right track, you know, mm. and the affirmations are daily, you know what I mean? I'm blown away daily at certain things, you know, and, uh, how things line up and, you know, it's, it's very real. <laughs> Same as the microbes. Eh? You take care of them, you see the results. Same exactly. with the, the macro, even though it's a little bit more uh, etheric. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Microbial secret society. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, so if you're uh, wanting to be a member, catch our second hour that we're, we're about to get into here. It's about like... 59 minutes so. you gotta be a member to catch the second half that was just a taste <laughs> what we're about to dive into we're just, we're just spicing the pot <laughs> a little spice yeah a little bit more spice a little flavoring, in the pot a little flavoring for the main dish <laughs> but you gotta be a member <laughs> so go go sign up yeah well so so one thing uh I was I was talking with David about earlier is that 
we were making it so that you had to scri- uh, subscribe to get it. And uh, I'm trying to think about these things as like business ideas to spread this consciousness. And I like the idea of this creative flow. Okay, and that's it for our free episode. If you want the full episode, go to microbialsecret.org and become a member and get this episode and all previous episodes for your listening pleasure. Aloha, and thanks for tuning in.